Hello. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt Emily. Hello, everyone. We did it. I did it. You did it. We all did it. Um, Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast, of course, where we talk about tea and friendship. Matt and I are friends. And we're drinking tea. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple topics coming up. Don't know what Emily's is. I don't know what Matt is. I don't, you don't know, know what, what Matt's is. You don't know what Matt is? I know what Matt is. Matt is here. Hmm. Matt is a voice that I hear in my ears. True. Uh, I'm a person. I'm a people. No. But I'm not necessarily a people person. <laughs> you decide. Would you describe yourself an introvert as an introvert or an extrovert? I think I'm an I think I'm an extrovert that gets confused for an introvert. Okay, so then I'd say you're a people person. No, I think that's what makes me not a people person. Oh, okay. <laughs> because if I was a true, ex- I think if if I could be defined as either an extrovert or an introvert, at least other people would know what to expect from me. But I try to talk to people, but I'm bad at it. Okay. I try to be out there. Okay. I don't think I'm bad. I think I just like put off a vibe that I'm annoyed to be wherever I am. And then so people don't want to talk to me. This I don't is, find... Not, this is not my therapy session. <laughs> Listen, um, I don't think you got off an annoyed vibe. I think anyone who is a friend of mine doesn't see that. And that's why they became friends with me. Oh, that makes sense. But anyone, but a lot of people who aren't friends with me think that. And that's why they're not friends with me. Wow. It's like a, it's like a friendship test. It is. It is. Although it's disappointing sometimes because people that I might want to be friends with won't, they don't want to reciprocate because they're like, all right. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, it's, it's been a lot of my life to be honest. Probably. Yeah. My whole life. (laughs) It's been my whole life. All of your years. Yeah. Um, I once took a test. I believe I am an introvert, sadly an introvert. I took a test once and it told me I was an ambivert and I was offended. I was shocked. It's like right in between. It was like for school and we had to like, we were like learning what an introvert really is. And I was not an introvert. I was an ambivert and I was upset. It shocked me to my core. Maybe I'm that. Maybe I'm something like that. Yeah. Or I'm in the middle. I have to find the link and send it to you. I might try to remember. I have this thing where like once I, I, I sort of require a comfort level. I have a comfort level too. Um, and also a mood. I gotta be in the right mood. Mm, yeah. But I also, I will be honest. I have a similar problem where, where I will like, like a group of people, but I'm not comfortable with them yet. So I can't be full Emily, but half Emily isn't as good as full Emmy. Full Emmy. Um, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, no. Um, I was going to say something. I was going to make a dumb joke, and I'm not going to anymore. Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. You never know, like, I don't know. I had, I used, I took this one, like, improv class, for instance, and I didn't know. It was at a time where I, I guess I didn't fully um, embrace comedy, or I don't know, that's a weird word. Let me say this. I didn't know if we were allowed to swear in the class I was in. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that there was some explicit don't swear in it. But at one point I swore in a scene 
and not that people reacted poorly, but I just like didn't know how people would react to me swearing. And it was, I, I was like terrified afterwards that like people thought I was vulgar. I was vulgar. I, I don't think you're vulgar. I don't know. I've heard so many vulgar things in improv. I, I know. I literally, I like called someone just like a regular swear word. I can't even like, I think I said the word fuck or something like that. Wow. And it was, you know, yeah, I, I didn't even say, it wasn't that the statement, it wasn't a crass statement. It was yeah. just a swear word. <laughs> and uh-huh. I, and I don't mind, I don't mind swearing. I just said the swear right there. I just didn't, I was just like nervous after I said it that I would be shunned. Ugh. Were know? you? I was not. No, it was fine. Yeah. Sometimes that's what it takes is I, I, I don't necessarily like get comfortable or I do get comfortable and I just break some pattern I had before. I remember when I was really like just starting out as a, I think I was a counselor in training before I was a full fledged summer. Oh, camp counselor. CIT. CIT. Um, and I remember being kind of like pretty quiet generally like whenever, yeah, whenever I start doing a thing, I'm very quiet. I'm just observing, just making sure I get, I understand all the social norms, <laughs> just studying the situation. And I remember being kind of quiet as a CIT and then, uh, either sometime during being a CIT or my first year as a counselor and I was still kind of quiet. And then eventually I like figured out the ropes. Then I started making like, cracking lots of jokes and you know otherwise just being really involved and i remember people saying like why is this why are we just seeing this version of you now like they were telling me they liked me being this way and i was like i don't know (laughs) so people do notice this about me (laughs) this might might be why we're friends good chance yeah good chance i mean we're pretty comfortable yeah look at this we have a podcast we get each other's deals yeah hmm we have microphones in our faces. That's right. I'll like I'll record this conversation for posterity. That's how certain I am this is going to be a, a good conversation. That's how confident I am. <laughs> how many times do you record your conversations? Never. Right? In fact, I would hate to record any conversation that took place off outside of this couch. Yeah. This is a quite the couch. <laughs> uh and it's just you and I. No guests today. No, oh, we wow, well, we really lost track there we, we um, blew by it i think people get when we don't have a guest because their name the guest name is not in the title yeah there's no giggles off mic no giggles and we usually get to our guests pretty fast this is this would be a, one of the longest lengths of time oh my we god would not. that poor guest yeah i feel weird not getting the guests right away yeah you gotta get to them uh, they're having reactions they're having reactions they're antsy they don't know what they're doing mm-hmm it's not normal to be part of a conversation and just sit quietly yeah. for five minutes. I don't know. I've really, I've had conversations where I sat quietly for five minutes because again, I don't feel comfortable. Yes. Yeah. It's weird to have a friend. It's weird to have two of the three friends talking and a third one isn't allowed. <laughs> it's the not allowed part. That's weird. Yeah. And it's not that they're not allowed, but they, our guests are very worried about talking too early even though it's fine and it's i also fine. think that's a thing every podcast that i've ever heard they're mm-hmm. like "Ooh, i'm sorry to talk too early yeah <laughs> that's fine yeah. who cares who cares um we ready for yeah let's do it okay let me get ready tea talk tea talk tea talk tea talk No reaction. Welcome to T Talk. I didn't know if you were pausing for another like 
uh, verse. I do sometimes do an extra verse. I'm going to be honest. I just, you know, I was done. Not an extrovert, but an extra verse. An extra verse. T-talk, 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 T-talk. That was that extra verse. Extra verse from an extrovert. Um, uh, no, never. Ambervert. Introvert. Thank you. Am- it's am- ambervert. It's like ambi or amber. I'm not sure. It's like something like in the amber middle. alert. Maybe ambervert. I'm an introvert. <sighs> introvert. Introvert. I refuse to acknowledge that test. I mean, I don't think labels are appropriate for anyone. We're all our own people. We're down with labels. Everything's a spectrum, you know. How introvert, introvert, and extrovert are just the extremes on either end of That's the spectrum. True. Um, and they're maybe not even the extremes. I suppose there's something else probably even further one way or another. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. Is that what that would be under psychology? Yeah. Psychology. I'm not that. No, you're not. Although I did take a couple of those classes in college. I took one. Mm-hmm. What one? What was it called? Psych 101. Wow. Yeah. They called it Psych 101. Was it about the TV show Psych? Um, yes. Um, we really went hard on Sean and Gus's life. Yeah. We could talk about Psych. Maybe um, that'll be a topic one day. Maybe. Did I you like watch it? Show. I did. Did you watch every episode? I did. Wow. And the movie that just came out. <laughs> it was a movie? Yeah, it just and it came, came out. out. Yeah, it was on like the a few USA weeks Network. Ago. No, in like December. It was a I think it was Christmas themed. Mm, was it? Interesting. Uh you saw it and you don't know? It might have not been around Christmas. Maybe it was last Christmas. I saw it. <laughs> I could tell you the big beats of the story. I don't remember if there was Christmas in it. Maybe That's, it wasn't a Christmas movie. I mean, if a movie takes place near Christmas, as we all know from Die Hard, it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> I hate Christmas movies. No, I don't think it was a Christmas movie because I liked it. And therefore, it wasn't a Christmas movie. It's an interesting tautology there. Uh, I... Um, only am aware of Psych because it would often be on before and after I would watch Monday Night Raw, the wrestling program. Okay. <laughs> Long, hard stare at me. Uh, I don't know. That's why I know about that. And uh, White Collar and uh, Dr. What was it? Pain? Dr. Pain? I think it might have been called Dr. Pain. I honestly never watched that. I only watched Psych out of all the things you named. It was like, yeah, Dr. Payne. Is that really what it was called? <laughs> I can picture a suitcase. It was like Dr. Um, he was the doctor there to the rich. There was a doctor one. Yeah. Oh, was, oh, God, what was it? He was the doctor to the rich. I remember I used to call the show, jokingly, Dr. Payne and his painful patients. Um, wow. <laughs> because it was just like all of his patients were annoying rich people or whatever. I think it's a fake doctor. Maybe I just conflated it with psych because he's a fake psychic. Psychic. All psychics are fake. Anyways. Um, but Sean really like knew it. Guys, psych is a good show. He knew he was fake, right? Yeah, he knew he, he was lied. Fake. And then he, he had powers of observation. Yeah. He just couldn't become a cop because he, he got arrested once, I think. Really? Yeah, it's a backstory. Interesting. But guys, it all works out in the end. That's Spoiler also like alert. white collar. The guy is like, he helps the cop, but he is helping him out of like a plea deal because he's a he's a white collar criminal mm-hmm. he solves he helps solve white collar crime royal pains royal pains there it is i call <laughs> that dr pain and his painful patients <laughs> i'm i'm a funny person right should we talk this tea oh uh is that what we're gonna do in this tea talk let's talk some tea
Okay. Um, today we have describe the tea. We have a. I'll talk while you grab the bag. We have an interesting tea. It's from Native Native Americans made this tea. Yes. It's not a real tea in the sense that it's not made from the tea plant. Mm-hmm. It is made from a different plant. This is a North American tea. Some would say this is called Yapan tea. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And it's an ochre coke tradition. My mother got this for me in North Carolina. Shout out. Shout out to my mom. And to North Carolina. And to North Carolina. Um, so this tea is we looked it up on Wikipedia. This tea is matches made quite the face. <laughs> it's a, I I just had my first sip. It's an interesting tea. Um, okay, so I'm gonna read you a little bit about what Yapan teas are. Yapan trees grow naturally along the outer banks of North Carolina. Their habitat range, this is not on the paper, but it's something that I learned, is from North Carolina to East Texas. Their berries are an important source of food for birds, and their leaves have been used in making tea for thousands of years. Thousands, you hear that? Thousands. Native Americans on Ocracoke Island used the tea, which they called black drink, for medicinal (laughs) and ceremonial purposes, and traded it to their neighbors to the west... Later residents enjoyed Yapan tea as a replacement for Asian tea and coffee, especially during the Revolutionary and Civil Wars when these were hard to obtain. Many Ocracoke old timers remember their parents and grandparents drinking it. Yapan tea is rich in antioxidants and is the only Native American plant containing caffeine. The tea we are drinking contains caffeine. It's not tea. It's not coffee. It's got caffeine. It's got caffeine, though. It's the only Native North American plant. That contains caffeine. It is claimed to be a tonic and a cure for hangovers. And this was the best part about this tea. Mm-hmm. So to so it came in just like full leaves. Like picture, it's the fall and there are dried leaves on the ground. You're raking them up. You're raking them up. You're going to drink that. Mm-hmm. But not because it's not those leaves. Because this is an evergreen tree. Yeah. Uh, Emily had to uh, mash these. It's They come as the full leaves and then you have to mash them yeah. up yourself. Yeah. Uh, I watched her do it. Mm-hmm. The instructions say to crumble a spoonful of leaves into a tea ball. I did that. Yeah. It, it's, to say spoonful is strange because yeah. they, they, they're whole leaves. They're whole leaves. There were sticks. There were we sticks. had sticks at the end of it. Um, those We didn't leave them in the tea. We threw the sticks away. Hopefully that's the correct thing to do. It looked like the right thing to do. Yeah. The the sticks were sticks. I didn't want, I I jokingly said we should use them for stirring sticks, but. Oh, that was a joke. There's a bunch of sticks in my tea now. Oh, no. I fell for that. Sorry, I shouldn't joke anymore. Am Uh, I a funny person? The good news... You were a very funny person. (laughs) The good news is I didn't put milk or sugar in my tea, so I didn't have to stir it. So I actually... There's no sticks in my tea. Matt, tell me why you made that face. Um, This is a very interesting tasting tea. Um, My face... Do not let my face tell a story. (laughs) Other than I was really surprised. It was more of a surprised face than anything. I don't know if that's how it looked. If it looked disgusted, that's not how I felt. If it looked surprised, that is how I felt. This doesn't taste like anything I've ever drank before in my life. <laughs> Although, and I'm going to take another sip of it right now. I, I will say the t- sip I just drank, I got that leafy taste. That sometimes you can get in tea. So I think it tastes very, I do think it tastes leafy, but in a very different way yes i think it actually tastes a little like beer to me Hmm. and when i taste what i what i mean by that is sort of like the caramelly taste that beer sometimes has Mm -hmm. so like a thicker 
like a, a deep brown kind of beer um would have this kind of flavor mm-hmm. uh i don't know why i'm tasting that mm-hmm. but that's kind of like just probably why i made the face was i was like what is this flavor and i realized it's kind of just like a a, a stronger yeah. beer it isn't it yeah it's like a flavor from beer but does not taste like beer yeah that's what i will say okay um, I forgot to mention that this the the these leaves come from the yapon tree, which is a type of holly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my, my maybe it reminds me of like it's not hops. No, it's like barley. Mm. That kind of that kind of flavor. It definitely tastes planty. I also did not put milk or sugar in mine yet, although I have a plan to add it in to see what happens. Although it does say that you can um, enjoy. Add a sprinkle of cinnamon or sprig of mint. Mm. You can serve plain with milk or with honey and lemon. I think this would taste good with all those suggestions. The mint is interesting. I would try that even, uh, although I'm not a huge mint fan. Yeah. But I would still try that. I think you could add something. Yeah. I This is this is a very... So I I also don't think this needs anything because it's, to me, it's a pretty powerful tea. Yeah. You were worried that we had not put enough crumpled up leaves in our tea ball. And I think this is this tastes good. I mean, it's er, you know strong. Yeah, it, it, should, it is certainly strong. Has a lot of flavor. Um, the flavor is very interesting. I don't know if I get the the beer taste, but I also don't like beer, and I'm not disliking this tea. So it's like a specific kind of beer that I'm thinking of. Um, I know it's a beer called Long Trail Ale. It's one of my favorites. It's from New Hampshire. It kind of th- that has a similar flavor to this in it um yeah it's i mean it also tastes like something else i've had before but i can't quite put my finger on it the the articles we read about it we were doing research on this tea i was doing research and telling matt what i was finding that it compared it to green tea and black tea which would you say would you compare it to those two or not at all green tea or black tea I can get, I guess i can see why they would compare it to either of them because mm-hmm. they just sort of taste like tea yeah I don't know that it strongly reminds me of either black or green. I can convince myself it tastes like either. Yeah. Uh, it's just a very different, it's very different. Yeah. It's very, I mean, it ha- it definitely tastes like tea. Mm-hmm. It's a tea kind of thing. And probably more so, I mean, I guess you'd call this an herbal tea because it's not made from tea leaves, although it is, it is kind of a special case of that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, this is a very different tea. It's very different. I'm going to add milk into it and see what happens. Let me know. I would never add milk to a beer, so I'm not going <laughs> to add milk here. Um, but couldn't you, like, I know some people put, like, like Baileys. No, not milk. Maybe I'm not. When do they do? Oh, it's Baileys into... Are you trying to think of an Irish car bomb? Yes. Which is an offensive name for a drink, but I'm going to call it that anyways. That's true. It is offensive. I'm also very irish so i'll let it count i'll let it slide as someone who's very irish i will let it slide um matt that, is growing um uh green um clovers out of his head yeah, yeah. as we speak mm-hmm. and uh don't touch my pot of gold <laughs> i uh uh oh it's the guinness is the beer this that's actually kind of this now that I'd say Guinness. That's also a beer that this kind of drink reminds me of, the sort of um, caramelly flavor. Uh, but Irish Car Bomb is Bailey's and I guess Jameson in a shot glass dropped into yeah. um, 
Baileys. Yeah. Or half half pint of Baileys. A college drink, one might say. I never had one in college, and I've never had one in my entire life, but my friends did. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Patrick's in Day college. just um, happened um, a couple weeks ago. I'm sure some people consumed those then. I did not. Um, I was in Yellowstone. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, we don't, I don't want to talk about how Yellowstone was. That's not what this po- episode's about. <laughs> um, I, 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 uh, if I had, if I had an Irish car bomb, I don't remember it. Okay. Well, I assert, assume you wouldn't do the alcohol content. I'm going to tell you what this tea tastes like milk with milk. It doesn't taste much different. Interesting. Then I'm going to keep drinking without milk. <laughs> I will say I didn't put very much cause I never put very much. I can definitely get the milky taste at the end but it still has that undescribable i can't describe i'm it. describing you're it. describing it i can't describe it i like if you drank more beer you would know it i don't like beer i'm not telling you you should i'm just saying if you did <laughs> um, i would uh, never peer pressure anybody do you know what i would compare this to is that i think i told you about this but i was going to my friend's show a few weeks ago and i went to this magical tea place on my way and it they were they did like this whole like fancy way of like like steeping the tea and i got like just like a a nice black tea i don't remember what it was and at, when i drank it it tasted like leaves like in a good way but it tasted like the leaves mm-hmm. like a really rich black leafy tea and that's rich what it leaves. reminds me of cuz it it has that leafy taste not a bad taste but like i can tell it's from a leaf yeah i think I think I've, I think from the amount of beer that tastes like this that I've had, I've like stopped believing it to taste like leaves and it's morphed. Like, even though I may have at one point considered even the beer to taste like leaves now in both cases, it's just moved on to being like sort of a caramelly flavor Mm -hmm. to me. I'm adding sugar in. Oh, let us see what this does to the tea. I'm willing to bet that it makes it taste sweeter and that's about it because that's what sugar does. And, uh, Emily, take a sip of that. And, uh, before I drink it, I would like to make the case that sometimes I think sugar enhances certain flavors in the drink and makes it taste different, even without the sugar. Okay. It's like how you put like, I respect that you believe that. Like you put like a lemon, you squeeze lemon on something and then like certain flavors stand out more. Uh, yeah. Okay. I believe it now. Thank you. Better. What's the thing you can uh, you can salt a watermelon and it tastes Ugh. sweeter because it uh, removes um, some of the acidic taste or something from it neutralizes some of the flavor. My mom does that and I don't like it. Uh, there's other foods that that's, that that is true with. I know eggs like when you make scrambled eggs, if you add in salt and let it sit, it changes the flavor in a way that's more of a chemical change. That's it, chemical change. Mm-hmm. Um. It it tastes the same. Oh wow! That leafy flavor still comes out. Mm-hmm. It didn't bring out any other flavors. I'm gonna just keep drinking mine. I'm not saying you don't have to. I just wanted to try it. I if we had honey and lemon or mint, I would try it in every single way we could. I do have lemon and honey, That's but okay. uh, I don't want to get up. Uh, I'm not gonna make you get up. <laughs> I hate cutting these episodes in, in in two parts, even though I'm sure I do it seamlessly and you've never noticed. Hey! But sometimes they're in two parts and I hate it. <laughs> uh, uh, 
we should we pop the question? <laughs> we should pop the question. Uh, can I have that bag? Nope. Let me have the bag. Can I ask you a question? Not that question. A different question. You can ask me a question. Are these the same headphones I normally use? Yep. Okay, they are like loose. That's all. Uh, I mean, you can try. Um, no, it's fine. Tightening them. That's okay. That's all. Sorry. Uh, oh, there's a nice little picture on here. It's a picture of a lighthouse, some birds, and something else that I don't recognize. Uh, maybe it's supposed to be a sunset? Let me see. That thing in the middle there? I think it's a sunset. There's like rays coming off it, and it's I think it's reflecting off the lake. Rippling. It's a poorly drawn sunset. It could also be a boat. Could be a boat. But it has like antennas. Emily... It's this Yupon tea, your cup of tea, or not your cup of tea. Matt, thank you for asking me. I never thought you'd ask. Um, yeah. It's your cup of tea? Yeah. It's weird, but it's, yeah, it's good. And Emily, is this a boat or is this a sun? <laughs> it's a boat. I say sun. Is it Yanny or Laurel? Oh, um, it's both. Okay. Yanny or Laurel. What did I hear? What was the word was actually Laurel, right? I think so. I think I did hear Yanny. I feel a, like I heard one at first and then it changed, but I don't remember which one it is. I tweeted about it. I think, I mean, cause that one, yeah, that one is more explainable than the dress. The dress is nonsense. <laughs> it's let's, move, let's move on. Um, Hey Matt, is this Yapon tea? I really hope we're pronouncing that correctly. Is this Yapon tea an ochre Coke tradition? Delivered to us by Kathy Reagans. Your cup of tea or not your cup of tea. Uh, first to clarify, Y-A-U-P-O-N. If we are pronouncing it wrong. Yaup. Wait, 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 you were saying. Yupon? We were saying Yupon. Could be Yaupon. Um, whatever. You now know you, now you know the spelling and you can Google it. Um, anyways, moving on. This is my cup of tea. This is great. This is so weird and different. It is very weird and different, which I love. And I, I feel like this is fulfilling one of our um, podcast year resolutions of expanding our tea. Yeah. Trying. Yeah. This is very different. This is one of the most different teas I've ever had. It is very different. It's a different experience drinking tea. Yeah. Um, man, that beer flavor. <laughs> Can't stop thinking about it. Now I'm like, as I'm thinking about my cup of tea... I'm like, man, I couldn't drink too much of this. In the same way that I couldn't drink too much beer that tasted like this, it would like make me uh, sick. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Just the flavor. Too. Eventually, this would really get to me. But luckily, I only have to drink one cup. At That's a time. true. I don't have to drink six cups at once. No like one's I, forcing you to. Like I might with a six pack of beer. <laughs> Fun fact about me with beer: I don't often drink the same beer twice in a row. Oh. Like if I go to a bar, I'll order one. I'll drink that one. And then I will almost certainly not get it again unless it's some sort of deal or the only good beer they have, which occasionally happens. Okay. Scenario. Mm-hmm. You're Matt. I, oh, I certainly am. You go to a party, a, like a party party, like a, like a person's like a house kegger. party. Ugh, no, but like a person's house party. Uh-huh. And you bring a six pack. Yeah. Do you drink all those, all six? I would probably just drink the beer i bought brought but i probably wouldn't bring i mean i do i i will occasionally bring a six pack of one beer but 
often what I do is buy a 12 pack variety. Mm. So I will buy like a company's 12 pack. So it'll be like uh, Brooklyn Brewery or Sam Adams Harpoon maybe. And it'll come with like three beer, like four different beers and three of each. Mm. Um, so then I can, depends on the party I go to, I guess. Like if, when I go to my Christmas or Thanksgiving, I will I will buy just a twelve pack because then I just like bring whatever I don't drink home. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm, I don't pound twelve beers on a Christmas day. Uh, but if it's a friend's, I might be less likely. I might just bring the six pack. But then I will also hope that maybe there's other beverages there I can trade, have something else, enjoy some punch. Oh wow, maybe. Um. Okay. Do you yeah. ever go to like a Whole Foods where you can build your own six pack? I have not done that myself. I've gotten as a gift before. People will bring me a six pack, a variety six pack. Uh, I would say I don't often buy my own beer. Possibly only like the couple times a year, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, or if I'm invited over someone's house. But you know, in New York, not that many house parties. Not that many house parties. Not enough space. Um. So I'm doing most of my drinking at bars. Mm-hmm. Even at home, I don't. I don't ever drink. I rarely drink alcohol at home. Oh, even though I feel like that's like a thing. I also don't. Like people say, like they drink wine with dinner. I'm like, I definitely don't. I had beer the other day. Well, I, Laura and I watched a movie, and she was the one who's like, "Should we drink something?" And I was like, "Okay." And then she, I was like, "What do you want to drink?" And she listed like all the things we have because we acquire things and then we just don't drink them sake mm-hmm. white wine red wine beer uh Monsolo, which we made ourselves not gonna talk about that today <laughs> uh i don't know we just have like a ton of stuff because we will get it for christmas and we'll ask for it for christmas but then we just don't drink it yeah i mean eventually you'll drink it, it all gets drank but very slowly yeah um or if the snowstorms are great for having alcohol at home. That's true. That's probably my number one way I drink at mm-hmm. home is if I'm if I feel snowed in. Mm. Uh but not Edward snowed in. Tea talk done. Tea talk complete. <laughs> Pretty good tea talk. Pretty good tea. Solid tea, solid tea talk. Uh yeah. Matt. Mm-hmm. You have a mini topic today. Oh me? Yeah. What's your mini topic? Oh me? uh okay you uh my mini topic fits in a set of mini topics i believe or it 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 being the second of the set it it is now a set it wasn't a set now Now it's a set set. and i'm pretty sure there's a part three coming um someday uh yeah we'll see if we get to that and uh My topic is sort of a sequel of sorts to when we talked about Daredevil, the Netflix TV show, because my topic today is the Netflix show, The Punisher. Oh, wow. The Punisher. Punisher. Tell me about it. Uh, Okay. We got Frank Castle, main character. Cool, cool. He's portrayed by John Berthdahl of Walking Dead and Baby Driver fame. Oh, yeah. He was in that. Yes, uh, and probably other things that I'm forgetting, but he's in both those things. 
he plays Frank Castle, who's prior to the show, his uh, wife, son, and daughter were all murdered. Mm, tough luck. And <laughs> pretty tough luck. <laughs> and he's also a veteran, a military veteran, and is very good with guns. He basically through the rage he has of his family being murdered becomes a vigilante who shoots people. Wow. He's very much an anti-hero, possibly the most anti-hero stress on the anti part because he's going around murdering people. He has a code of conduct that he abides by, but he is murdering people. <laughs> he's judge, jury and executioner. Wow. Um, the show is pretty gritty in that way. It's pretty gruesome. Uh, kind of, I feel like we will never get a show like The Punisher, quite like The Punisher again. Be- um, where, I don't know, some of those, some, a lot of those Netflix Marvel shows that got canceled, I can see them getting either rebooted or something with Disney. Disney will never make The Punisher. Yeah. Because it's, they're not going to make anything that's like so mature. Yeah. Um, and I feel like for some reason, like the character sort of gets away with being so violent and such an anti-hero because it's based, it is based on comic books and things where I almost feel like if you invented this character, no one would watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the lore really draws you in. Now in the Netflix universe, he, his debut is actually in season two of Daredevil and it wasn't supposed to be a show on its own. The original Netflix shows were going to be Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Daredevil. And then the four of those shows would combine into the show The Defenders, mm-hmm. um, which already aired and um, I'm guessing it's considered canceled. <laughs> I don't know if that was ever officially canceled, but yeah. people forgot about it. Anyways, The Punisher was part of season two of Daredevil and... I think people just loved the character so much and thought it was such a great addition that they spun it off into its own season. Mm -hmm. And then it actually got a second season, which was even more surprising, I think because the first season was so good. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think season one of The Punisher is like one of the top three Netflix Marvel seasons. Mm -hmm. Count like all one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... 10 seasons of stuff mm-hmm. punisher is one of the top three season one of the punisher yeah season two isn't as good as season one but i still think it's pretty good mm-hmm. people wow. were really negative about it but it's still pretty good do they know where they were canceled before it was out um i don't think so i th- i mean it officially was not canceled until it was already out for a few weeks mm-hmm. um but I think they probably knew. I I think every season of da- I think every season of The Punisher ends um, in a way where they don't think there's going to be next season. All right. I think season one ended that way. I think season two ends that way where there's in neither neither season ends with a cliffhanger. Right. Really. Um. Could you could maybe say season one? I mean, in a way, they both do lead into the next season, mm-hmm. potential season, but not in a way that a lot of shows like lean heavily on yeah. it. 
there's certainly nothing there's no loose ends in the sense that you wouldn't feel incomplete watching just one season or the other um yeah okay uh it's so good what is your favorite part my favorite part (laughs) um i mean i think it's it's got to be john birdall's acting i mean his performance is so good also one of the villains is um this guy the character uh i know i'm trying i'm actually not spoiling i meant to say i'm not spoiling anything ahead of this because i really have haven't yet uh but so one of the main villains is um uh billy russo um just a partial spoiler for season one but not really and um he's also a very good actor he's from he's the other thing i know that guy from and i'm forgetting i'm not remembering his name but he's in um he's in westworld as one of the many many characters in that show but uh characters playing characters yeah although mm, yeah sort of him in westworld too well spoiler alert for season two of westworld um and just like yeah a lot of the acting is very good because i i mean the show is pretty ridiculous i mean superhero shows tend to be ridiculous anyways yeah but this one almost more than most yeah <laughs> um because it's just like unbelievable that the that frank castle lives through all of what he lives yeah. through i mean he's getting shot and stabbed and yeah sliced up pretty good but his his the job acting is just so powerful and you just want to listen to everything he says mm-hmm. <laughs> um i think you really feel even though he is very villainous he really in a lot of ways you really feel for him because he's yeah. been through so much pain in his life yeah um and i think that comes through in all the acting i mean that's what makes it all so believable yeah because the show is very violent i mean it's very bloody it's I feel like the first season was at many times considered like torture porn in yeah. a lot of ways. And I honestly can't really disagree with that, but that's not really why I watched it. Yeah. The humanity coming through was so oh. strong. Wow. So is, is this man, Phil, Frank, Frank, Frank Phil. is he trying to find the people who murdered his family or is it just, he decides to just, uh a little bit of both i I mean getting retribution for his family is sort of what fuels him Mm -hmm. and much of it is much of it is about him trying to solve sort of their murder and get justice for them there's also just um like season two sort of um without spoiling anything from season one sort of takes on so he has a sidekick sort of in both shows um both seasons and they're different sidekicks which is definitely not a spoiler um and in the second in the first season it's a guy who also has a family and he's trying to help him save his family so he feels indebted into helping he's like oh i lost my family i'm gonna help you save your family and in the second season he sort of runs into this girl who would basically be his daughter's age if his daughter hadn't been murdered and he then sees it fit to help save her. Hi. So th- he definitely uses his family as uh, something to move forward with on that. I mean, there's a lot of like PTSD stuff covered in the show too, which is also very interesting. Um, there's a lot of a lot of people from that served in the military 
make different kinds of roles. Like Frank is this murderous vigilante character. There's his friend Curtis, who is sort of a, um, he holds, he holds meetings for veterans to make them feel less, you know, lost in the world. Um, and then Billy Russo, the villainous character, I mean, he's also from, he also has a military background. There's a lot of military stuff. A lot of, a lot of people from the military trying to adjust mm-hmm. to civilian life. Yeah. I would say that's okay. what that whole aspect is. Um, is. Does this Frank character have special powers or is he just really good with guns? Really good with guns. Okay. And I would guess you'd say pretty, I guess he's durable, but he has no superpowers. Okay. My last question as of right now that I was thinking about is, so you said he first appears in the Daredevil? Mm-hmm. How do they know each other? How do they how do they meet meet up? Uh, accidentally. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't remember quite how they meet up. But he, um, I think they end up in the same fight at some point, and then um, within it, uh, Punisher gets arrested. I mean, Daredevil sees the Punisher, so Daredevil doesn't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. So he does see the Punisher is overly extreme. So they kind of play like an odd couple role with some level of mutual respect. Okay. And then, uh, eventually Frank gets arrested in that. And, uh, that sort of ends his deal in that, in that show. Right. And he ends up being friends. So Karen page, who's a character from, she's mainly from daredevil, but she actually crossed over maybe with a couple of different, like all those Netflix shows cross over a lot. Yeah. But she's buddies with Punisher and she appears in, I think both seasons. Um, yeah. She appears in both seasons. And so he's, he's pretty intertwined. Karen plays uh daredevil's business. One of, her, one of his business associates, <laughs> they're friends. They dated for a little bit in the show. <laughs> uh, wow. So yeah, they're pretty, pretty intertwined and i guess they're defending the same territory it's all in new york slash hell's kitchen <laughs> wow a lot of going at, uh, happening in hell's kitchen yeah. and the marvel uh tv television universe yeah i guess a lot of the a lot of the second season of punisher takes place in queens but you know <laughs> wow yeah. uh i mean why did they move uh did the crime just move to queens yeah some of it did it's it's a lot of it. So I would say that like uh, Daredevil is the one that most overtly takes place in Hell's Kitchen. He's considered the, his sort of real life way of talking about him is they keep calling him the devil of Hell's Kitchen. Okay. Because I don't. It, it I mean they treat it that way where like he doesn't call himself Daredevil. It's like the newspaper came up with yeah. the name, so they call him the devil of Hell's Kitchen in the beginning. And then it sort of evolves into Daredevil, where all the rest of the shows, I mean, Luke Cage takes place in Harlem. Uh, and then the rest of them kind of just, I suppose in some ways, take place in general. Yeah. Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, I recognize sets from the show. Like, oh, they're in Union Square Park. Oh, that'd be fun to see. Yeah. There's so, a scene in Jessica Jones where they go there. <laughs> sometimes in, um, when I'm, my work is right next to Central Park and there'll be like trailers set up and they're filming something. And mm. It's always exciting, but I never recognize what they're filming. There's a weird, actually right outside my apartment, like one street back, 
they film a lot of stuff and it confuses me why they film so often back there i mean there's kind of nice houses but it's strange that that street is just so at least once a year they film something that takes um, like a week or or more to film Mm -hmm. and i'm always surprised (laughs) maybe it's really cheap to film in my neighborhood yeah i always think it would be fun to steal stuff from craft services because when we walk to the park we walk right past it but I don't because I'm not a bad person. I I remember once when I was in I was in Boston and they were uh, doing something and I walked they like something in like downtown Boston was really narrow streets and sidewalks and things and they were taking up a lot of the street with like they couldn't set up tents or anything so they just had these tables that were right there and I was like oh I should just snag some food um, I don't even think anyone would have noticed. Mm-mm. I was an extra in a movie once and I got to eat craft services. Oh God, I want to eat craft services. I want to eat. <laughs> the food was pretty bad, but because I was an extra. <laughs> but they fed me. That's good. And I'll never be an extra again. <laughs> got that out of my system. <laughs> um, Do you have anything else you want to say about The Punisher? Uh, Punisher's great. Watch season one. It's not, It's been canceled. It's never coming back. There'll never be anything like it again. John Berthel's great. I want to see him in more movies. That's my other thing. I, I want to see him more. I, I have a lot of respect for that guy. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Um, and the show can be kind of silly, but it's still fun. Hey, I'll accept that. I'm going to miss it. I wish they made a third season. I'm sorry that they didn't. Uh, they didn't make a third season of Timeless either, and I'm still bummed. Yeah. They're making a, they made a third season of Daredevil, and they're going to have a third season of... Um, jessica jones they could have done one more punisher i don't like these it's like netflix versus disney i hate this stuff robs us of good quality content why can't they just transfer it over to disney i blame everybody they're all fighting each other netflix is fighting disney disney's fighting netflix i don't know hulu and disney get along fine which is weird although disney owns like half of hulu or something like that well, there you go. That's your answer. Yeah. Money, baby. Fun fact, though, market the market cap of Netflix is about equal to the market cap of Disney. Really? Almost, sim- almost the same value of company. I'm going to be honest. I don't know exactly what that means, but it sounds crazy. Uh, roughly, they're like worth the same amount of money. <laughs> wow. You wouldn't think Disney and Netflix would be worth the same, but I mean... Netflix takes $10 a month from everybody in the world. <laughs> it's they, they have quite the business model. Uh, Disney makes a... I think, like, the thing about Disney is even though they own everything, just, like, putting out movies and having theme parks isn't as valuable as you might think it is. Okay. I mean... Another weird thing about Disney is their most valuable asset is that they own ESPN. I can see that. ESPN is worth, like, half their company. <laughs> I could see that. Which is also because ESPN takes $5 a month out of everyone's cable bills. It's the most valuable cable network. I did not know that. But I guess I I could see a lot of people only getting cable because they want ESPN. Yeah. And it's like, if you have cable and you don't watch ESPN, ESPN is stealing 4 or $5 a month from you like every month. It's crazy. That kind of stuff is nuts. Anyways, this podcast is not about cable rights management. (laughs) One day, though, when someone's going to come on and want to oh talk about Oh, my God. Rights. Can you imagine? Uh, I'll know all about it. 
and I'll be cracking jokes. Joke, joke, joke. Okay, topic complete. Topic done. Punisher over. Bye, Punisher. In real life and on the show. Oh, Emily. Matt. My mini topic is over, and now it doesn't matter at all. Oh, no. <laughs> it does matter. It does matter. Go watch The Punisher. Uh, <laughs> just for John Berthold. And who, a guy who plays Billy Russo. I wish I could remember his name. I don't know. Emily. Adam Scott. It's not. Uh, Emily. <laughs> it's time for your big, old, super huge, crazy big, not so ginormous topic. Take a regular topic and, and big in it. What is your topic today? I'm taking a small topic and I'm big in it. Uh, as you said to do just now, it's not really a smart topic. I just wanted to use the word biggin. In. And biggin. And biggin. That's the word I used. I don't know. Just so we're clear. It's not a word. E-M-B-I-G-G-E-N. Let's not say it's a word. Um, it's a, it's a, it's from the Simpsons. Okay. I didn't well. make it up. I feel like it's, it might get in the dictionary from just being from the Simpsons. My, my topic It's is, a perfectly cromulent word. I don't know what that means. It's also from the Simpsons. Oh, God. My topic's not the Simpsons. <laughs> I just like to shout out the Simpsons every once in a while. My topic today is, for some reason I'm worried we've done it, but we have not. I know we have not. My topic today is free time. Free time? Yeah. The time, not when you have plans. So it's not like I have two hours on a Friday night. I'm going to see if someone wants to go to an improv show with me. Those are plans. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm talking free time. The time that you have that there's no schedule for. Okay. And I just want to talk about what we do during that time and how good it feels to have free time. <laughs> I love free time. I love not having a plan. I love getting to sleep in. I love, I love hours where I can do cross stitching or watch a movie or read a book or take a nap or make dinner or do whatever I want. Because it's free. It's free. I, I think what I'm telling everyone is I don't have enough free time and it's making me sad. I'm sorry this podcast took up an hour and a half of your time. It's know. okay. It's okay. I have free time tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we were going to record tomorrow and now we're not. No. Yeah. There you go. There I, you made, go. I made you some free time. <laughs> no, but actually tonight I have to go home and not to have free time. I'm going to have work time. Oh, you have work tonight? <sighs> I don't have work tonight. I want to work. T- I don't really ever have work at night. That's how my life is. Let's talk about free time. Um, I am. I don't have work at night ever. <laughs> I try. I'm working on my work life balance, which is partly not having work time at home time, only having free time at home time. Free time, home time. Free time, home time. Um, I'm going to tell you the list of. I'm going to list you my top five favorite things to do when I'm I have free time. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, listen to podcasts and cross stitch. Okay, too much one. A total nerd. Number two, mm-hmm. watch TV. Number mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. Uh, um, eat unhealthily. Number four, <laughs> order food in because it's my free time and I don't want to cook with my free time. Right, so the free time is you're ordering food so that you don't spend time making the food. Yes. Got it. That one's going to really confuse me. <laughs> Number five, mm-hmm. uh. And for some reason, I don't always do this, but read books. Mm-hmm. You don't always do that. No. But you do it a lot. Mm, no, not a lot. Medium amount. You don't read books a lot? 
I do read books a lot, but I always... How many, my, how many books have you read this year? Um, I've actually been pretty good this year. I'm going to say... I'm going to say six. Okay. I read this year four chapters of the Harry Potter book. You got to four chapters? <laughs> four or five. Four or five. Yeah. Oh, also, I love to take naps. Put that number four. Hmm. What was... What, oh, so what's out? Reading I, books is out? Yeah. See you later, asshole. <laughs> um... No, what books have I read this year? I'm not gonna make. We don't need to do this. <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure it's six. I just wanted to. I just wanted to say I've read four chapters of a book, and you've read six whole books. Um, but yeah, I just love the feeling of not having plans for a day. Um, I, I'm actually, I'm trying to reduce the amount of free time I have. It's just weird. I, it's not. I, I that sounds like an annoying thing to say, but. I feel like I feel like I've been wasting time lately. <laughs> like I should be scheduling more things to do and I'm I'm just like being lazy about stuff. I mean this is a weird so this is weird. We can talk about this. This I I find this important and and relevant to the topic. Oh, only relevant things. So, Emily, you are a teacher during the day. Yes. Matt, me, you are um a web developer during the day. That's right. And I teacher you web developer yeah and that's like for lack of a better number 40 hours yes a week and then we are comedians yes which is a second job in a lot of ways that's true we do this podcast i would consider that part of that comedian thing i would say so i'm gonna say roughly three hours of my week are spent doing this podcast or you know, like doing it or editing it or commuting to it or emailing guests, mm-hmm. doing the Instagram, whatever. All the things, roughly average three hours a week, yep. I will say. It's, an, it's two hours just of the recording session. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe even three hours is an understatement. Yeah. Then we do comedy classes. Oh, yes. We do comedy shows. We do all this stuff. So we, we sort of have a night a night job it's not not here to say that we work two jobs but it's like a night job we have we have a full-time job and then like a sort of a part-time job okay i'm on board and i feel like many other people don't have that that's true (laughs) they just do their job and maybe they work you know maybe some people work like 60 hour weeks i don't ever work 60 hour weeks that's not how i live my life but um with my with my day job but I do think that we are in a weird situation where maybe we, like, I don't consider doing the comedy things free time. Oh, no, it's not free time. That's a schedule. Yeah. So um, I guess in my mind, I wish I was doing, I, w- I don't know. Whenever I do have, like, unless I unless I feel the need for downtime, like free time, I wish to fill my time with what I can, like comedy or work or like progress in my life of some way. Okay. So, so I'm trying to, honestly make slightly less i'm trying to be less lazy and i feel like a lot of that's the winter i just like don't like going out as much so i, I hate the winter i don't go as to as many shows i don't you know whatever i don't know yeah i can just sit at home and play video games <laughs> and that's, i'm trying to do that less. that's your favorite free time activity <sighs> video games are your favorite yes. free time activity if i was to do a list that would be number one wow um free time okay Watching oh, movies, number oh, two. Solid. Um, 
Um, is this free time? I don't even know what I consider free time. It's when you don't have anything scheduled. Yeah. Like it's tomorrow. You have nothing to do. What do you want to do? But I have something tomorrow. Um, <laughs> uh, it's pretend. I'm playing tomorrow. video games. I'm watching movies. I go for walks. I love going for walks. Um, podcast listening. I really don't do so much in my free time. I like to double up podcasts mm. with something else I'm doing. So playing video games or going for a walk. If it's nice out, I will throw in a podcast and go for a walk for the length of said podcast. Wow. And so wait, I said walks, naps, video games, movies. I need five. Um, you don't have to have five. No, I need it. Top five. I could add more to my top five, just so you know. It's Yeah. Probably, I mean, I guess eating. <laughs> I do like, I fill a lot of my free time with like, like making silly images, doing silly stuff for this podcast, like stuff I don't have to do, mm-hmm. like designing things on the website or doing little like graphic design things. It's like, that's a combination of work, but I choose to do it in my free time because I find it interesting. Okay. <laughs> Whenever you see a weird graphic, it's because I found it fun to make. <laughs> so I don't make them for every episode. Because that's not how you want to use your free time. Yeah. I don't, I'm not like inspired. Like yeah. I don't, f- that's what makes it free time, right? Is I don't feel obligated to do it. I'm choosing to do it because I yeah. have like inspiration. Um, Another thing I like to do in my free time is take really long showers. Like with a face mask and a hair mask and a, and like, and like a body scrub. I just love showers. Interesting. I like showers from a u- utilitarian perspective. Oh God, no. I rarely take them for relaxation showers are a vital part of my every single day they're how i wake up i love a shower i work from home i shower i don't have to wake up with showers um okay so i just when you have free time which you do um i do yeah you do but because you don't have to commute you have more um you that's true do you feel relaxed or do you feel like oh god i want to make plans it depends on how anxious i'm feeling in the moment i guess no like if i'm choosing to sometimes i'll feel guilty afterward the fact that's that's more what it is like oh i just played video games for two hours instead of doing something Mm -hmm. and then i will feel bad but while and then sometimes that might maybe quit playing video games or whatever i'm doing like I have to stop doing the thing I'm doing. Yeah. Although I I have to say video games are probably the thing I feel like I'm most wasting time doing. And that's not a slam against video games. I love video games. <laughs> but I can at least reasonably say why a lot of other things are semi-important. Like I like watching movies to absor- absorb culture. Mm-hmm. Um. So I always, whenever I'm watching a movie, I feel like I'm doing some, I feel like I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. Kind of like if reading a book was on my top five, I'd feel accomplished reading a book. Going for walks feels like I'm, that feels like a yeah. good use of time. Listening to podcasts while walking feels like a good use of time. Even taking naps. I usually take naps because I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'll take a nap just because it's, I have an hour. I won't do that. Um... Yeah, I have to. It has to be like I don't nap usually unless it's like 
it's like noon on like a Saturday and I'm like, or it doesn't have to be that early. It could be five o'clock on it's a Saturday. still sleeping time. And I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sleepy. I Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I need, I need to feel the nap coming. <laughs> I took a nap on Sunday solely because I had some time and I was like, you know what I could do? I could take a nap. So I took a nap because I had the time. Mm-hmm. It was a great nap. Um, was that after we got lunch? It was, yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't often feel guilty doing it. Except for video games. It's yeah. the one that I can go with. I feel so relieved to have free time. Like, it's just like a relief. And I think it's a little bit in part is that my job, um, I have, I'm talking to people literally all of the time. Like, it's an aspect of the job. And then I just feel a little drained because as previously discussed, I'm an introvert. Yeah. I mean, I like, I'm not here to say I hate free time. I just think like, I like it when, when I feel like I've done a bunch of work and then I get free time, it feels like a reward. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, especially like, I don't know, I feel bad on weekends more than weekdays because at least weekdays I can be like, well, I worked my job all day so I can relax. I'm very often... I can find myself being pretty lazy on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. If I can have a productive Saturday, I feel that that actually makes me feel better than relaxing all Saturday because I go, wow, I really made this Saturday count. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. So I'm not going to say that I spend all of my days doing nothing, but I will say if I have done absolutely nothing that day and when someone asks me, hey, what did you do on Saturday? I will happily announce I did nothing. I just had a relaxing day, a lazy day. And yeah. I need at least, I'm going to say three lazy days a month a month i thought i was worried you were gonna say a week no no i I, that's not possible i can feel them coming like oh god i can't do anything i don't know i wish i was busier (laughs) i like free time i'm not here to trash free time the thing is is i also like to make plans i like to see my friends i like to hang out but sometimes those things are getting in the way of my free time Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes I'll have a really busy day and I'll be like, I cannot wait to go home and play some video games. <sighs> and that, because that's like, oh, I know I'm done. I can play video games for like an hour and then go to bed or something. Yeah. That does feel good. Actually, if you were like, oh, that that level I want to play or that video, that one game I want to play. <sighs> that does feel good. Also, like, oh, also, I think one of my favorite things to do after a a day where I'm like super busy is go home and eat. That feels good. Sometimes you like can't fit in dinner or whatever and you get home and it's 10 o'clock and you're mm-hmm. like, now it's ooh, 10 o'clock dinner. This is going to be great. I love a 10 o'clock dinner. I'm going to tell you something else I do with my free time sometimes. Sometimes, now this might seem like free time, not, might not seem like free time, but sometimes if I have a day, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to clean. I'm going to do laundry because throughout the week, I don't have a lot of time to do those things. I'm busy, busy, busy. Yeah. But on a day, I can just walk my laundry down maybe clean the bathroom it feels good it feels good uh i guess i clean in my free time too i work from home so i'm like always cleaning (laughs) my thing is like as soon as something feels dirty to me i'm like now i have to clean this thing and i just do it right then everything gets on hold if i think something's dirty my whole life gets on hold (laughs) um i will say uh opposed to free time is that one of my goals this summer is to not waste as much time because I feel like some summers I just like don't do anything. I think that's where that's where I'm coming from is yeah. I, I, I like earned free time. I don't like unearned free time. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've been, 
I feel like laziness is unearned free time. Ugh, I feel like. Or like it's relaxation if it's like earned free time. Ugh, I feel like the only type of free time is earned free time. I want, that's what I want to feel. I want to feel like that. And I okay. feel like if I was busier, I would feel like all my free time was earned. Oh God, I love free time. I'm just I, complaining. I don't feel like I'm, I've earned my free time. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah. While working, how, how many hours a day do you think you're talking? Talking? Yeah. Uh, I mean, some days zero. Uh, some days, uh, sometimes I have to order a tea at the cafe. <laughs> And and then go, excuse me, can I plug in my laptop next to you? Oh, God, I hate those conversations. <laughs> I'm pretty good at those, but I'm, I, I've done enough of those. Hey, can you watch my laptop? I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I don't even... People will say that to me. I don't even say that to people. I just like leave my laptop. Or I strategically... I'm very strategic with when I leave my laptop and when I go to the... Like, I will always go to the bathroom as soon as I get to a cafe. And then I'll sit there for like two hours or whatever and I'll... Then it's time to leave, and I'm like, well, time to hit the bathroom as I leave. Anyways, uh, and then sometimes I have phone calls with people at my my job, but uh, I mean, the busiest day, the busiest talking days I have, I probably talk for a grand total of like two hours. Okay. But I'd say my average day, I'm talking for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. (laughs) Sometimes I go out at night, and I'm like, oh, weird, I haven't talked to anyone today act today i haven't you're the no uh you're the second person i talked to today and with my voice i mm. talked over email and i am and stuff yeah. today the only other person i talked to today if i'm remembering correctly so i went to the gym but i didn't talk to anyone on the way to or from the gym <laughs> but there was a um my building's like cleaning guy the guy who cleans the halls mm-hmm. recall that guy he i said something to him i said hey how's it going wow <laughs> what a conversation and then he said man this smells killing me or something like that because it my, the hallway in my building smelled today i don't know if you noticed it. i did notice it and he was complaining about it and then i walked away and i think that's all that's, that's the only talking i did today to you and to that guy in my building who said it smelled weird (laughs) oh god i talked so much today i think that's the i think that's the difference is that i don't love to talk all the time yeah and sometimes i just need a break from talking to people and so my free time is really spent not talking to people except for my mom Mm -hmm. (laughs) talking to your mom is part of your free time yeah it's one of my favorite free time activities Okay. I have more than a top five. I have a. So you never, you never schedule that? No. You've never scheduled talking to your mom before? No. You've never been like, I'll call you. I might say, I'll call you when I get home or I'll call you after eight Mm -hmm. or call me when you're back from dinner. Mm -hmm. But I would say we have rarely had like a, I'm going to call you at six on Sunday. Yeah, I know. Call me when you get home. That's a little like something scheduled, though. What if I'm saying that to her? Um, depends on how it affects the rest of your night. Does it then make you prevent yourself from having plans because you know your mom's going to call you? No. I would say that on a day that I don't have any 
but then would you like then you wouldn't actively be seeking out new plans because you have a thing thought of i don't know i mean i guess you could start watching a movie or something and then turn it off when your mom calls which is what i do Mm -hmm. in fact that's what i did this saturday wow i just i love not having to have someone else tell me how to spend my time was that after we had lunch that day yeah i haven't had haven't having a lot of lunches (laughs) late lunches almost dinners late lunches indeed um i i just i'm just gonna reiterate the point that if I wake up in the day, wake up in the morning, and I think, oh, I don't have anything to do today, I feel good. Mm-hmm. I feel alive. Yeah. I mean, I'd say we wouldn't be having those lunches if I didn't have free time and you didn't have free time after we've been recording this podcast. Um, I will um, I will also make the point that I once heard a description of, to bring it back to the beginning of our podcast, um, that I once heard the description of an introvert as someone who gets drained by being around people and recharges by being alone and an extrovert is charged by being around people i wonder how i feel about that i do feel like being around people is draining but only in the sense that i think i don't know if i'm considering it mentally draining or just i don't know just being alone is i don't know who's who doesn't recharge when they're alone isn't that (laughs) i don't know that's the description i read that i really related to as an introvert so therefore, I don't know how an extrovert would feel about that. I don't, yeah, well, I'm trying to think how I feel. Because I, I love being around and talking to people. I don't know how, but I think, <laughs> but also I get to spend my days not talking to people. So if I, if it is truly that you expel energy talking to people, I'm just like charging my batteries all day long, <laughs> getting ready to go talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I don't find it draining. I don't know. And it's not always draining. It's just like some points I'm like, okay, I'm done talking. That's that's true. I mean, I think there's different. I think if you're like talking to a whole group of people and like at the bar, I find that draining usually. But if I'm like, especially if it's like one-on-one with somebody and you're like, I could talk to somebody just for hours on end. Um, <clears throat> back in, back when I had all the free time in the world when I was in like high school <sighs> slash college. God. Why did I have so much free time in college? I don't know. I graduated. <laughs> um, I feel like I would, I had, I did so much hanging out with people and it wasn't training at all. I would just, I would go to a restaurant and I would sit there for hours. Do you know what Friendly's, do you know Friendly's, the restaurant? I've heard of it, yeah. Friendly's is like a family restaurant. No, they don't sell alcohol, but it's like known for its ice cream, but they also sell food. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's more in the northeast part of the country. And there used to be more, but a lot of them have closed. Anyways, classic childhood place. I love to go there. I'd get ice cream sundaes and floats and that kind of place. Um, But I remember one time going with this friend of mine who I knew from the Boy Scouts. We were pretty good Boy Scout friends. Pretty good Boy Scouts from that. And then I remember we did an event or something. And then we went to the Friendlies and we just we got like lunch and then we just, or we, yeah. And then we just sat there and talked and chatted and we're getting drinks and stuff like soda. <laughs> um, I don't even think we were 21 at the time. And then like ordered dinner. We just hung out there so yeah. long. We ordered two meal, two distinct meals. Yeah. Um, just kind of gross. If you ever been to friendly, it's kind of gross thing to think about. 
Listen, I'm not here to say I I love to talk to people at like restaurants and even during hangouts. Like if it's around people I feel comfortable with, I could chat all day. Yeah. I could talk all day. I just also I just love free time. Yeah. I just love a lazy day. Yeah. I don't have to get out of my PJs. I will say, well, so to loop this into some more Boy Scout stuff I've done, that is kind of like why I love camping and things like that. Like you've made plans to go camping. And so now you're camping, but then it's like, do whatever you want. Once Mm -hmm. you're there, go down to the the beach and swim or read a book or make a fire. Look at the fire a little bit. Oh, I always make the fire. (laughs) I don't know if you heard this, but I'm the best in the world. Oh no. Uh, or any of that, like I find, especially like cooking in a camping situation is like fun. Like it's like a fun thing. Cause you never, you don't usually cook on a fire like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, that's the kind of, like even that kind of plan making, I really like where it's like, I had to do the plans to make the camping trip. I had to make it all happen. But then once you're there, it's just. And you do have, you, know, you don't have to be there, I suppose, but you know, you have to be there because yeah. you paid for it or whatever. Yeah. But then it's like all relaxing, mm-hmm. just like, hey, you want to do, I don't know, wiffle ball right now? Or, hey, you want to, you know, whatever. <laughs> make a campfire. Yeah. Let me make a campfire. <laughs> Watch me make a campfire. Uh, or just, or oh, a nap. Oh, the best, the <laughs> best naps are in a tent outside. I love a good tent nap. <laughs> I feel like I've definitely taken one in my life. I just don't recall it. I love, I love naps. And I think an outdoor nap. Oh, I love going. I know you don't like this, but I love going to the beach, period. Ugh. Next sentence. At the beach, I love taking naps. What you're describing is a sunburn. That's how you get a sunburn. No, it is not because I'm very good about this. I very rarely get sunburned, first of all. Good. Just like Tom Brady, I drink a lot of water. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Okay. That's not, okay. That's not true. I... Well, I sh- I don't know which part to say is not true. I don't drink a lot of water. <laughs> I should drink more. You're not like Tom Brady. Uh, but I am just like Tom Brady. That part's not a lie. Uh, how, what is, can you think, is there any way I'm like Tom Brady? Um, you have brown hair. But it is like a blondish brown. I guess. Um, I guess we're most relatable in that we're, we each we each have claim to the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> what, <sighs> Matt? How do you think you're the greatest quarterback of all time? Um, I don't know. No one's told me otherwise. <laughs> I would say it's more likely that uh, you've lived both lived in Boston for a period of time. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't. Where did he? I'm wondering where he lived. Massachusetts. Okay. Which maybe you didn't say because you can't. <laughs> mm, maybe. Oh, wait, my middle name is Thomas. Oh, there you go. See, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, <laughs> you, you drink water. You don't get sunburned. I, I, I do get sunburned sometimes, but I don't get sunburned when I take naps because I'm very careful not to. First of all, I'm pretty good at applying sunblock regularly. I'm not so bad at that, but I like covering myself in towels <laughs> and taking my naps like either under an umbrella or in a little beach tent or any of the various ways you can shade yourself at the beach. Uh, Sitting under a palapa, palapas. No idea what that is. Those are like those um, little huts on the beach that are 
either grass or palm leaves or something like that. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know they had a name. Like permanent structures. Here's how I know they have a name. Uh, on my honeymoon, you had to rent them. Oh, wow. And uh, in Aruba. And they were free to rent, but you just had to reserve one for yourself. Mm. And they would bring drinks to you. Oh, man, I want to go to the beach right now. I know you hate the beach. I love the I beach. Just, I just don't like sunburn. And I don't like sweating. Yeah. And I don't like sand. Um, I don't like sunburns. I agree. But I do like swimming in sand. What about sweating? We'll go in the water. Okay, fine. That was the other thing about Aruba is it's so hot. You're so close to the equator. It's right near Venezuela, if you're not aware of exactly okay. where Aruba is. It's like just off. Like you can't see Venezuela from there, but I have to. I have the right country? I hope I do. It's very close to there. Um, definitely, if it's not Venezuela, it's whatever country I'm thinking of is the northern, uh, eastern northern side of um, South America. I think it's Venezuela. I just hope I'm... I'm, I'm not. I'm going to tell you I don't know. Yeah, it's right there. Anyways, it's very hot. And before I knew about the Palapas thing tried just sitting on the beach and it is so hot on the beach and so much sun aruba is a desert it's not a tropical island it's a desert and it is so hot in the sun it's just like you can't you're just sweating and you you have to either be in the water or get one of these palapas (laughs) otherwise you're in trouble (laughs) which i learned after the first day but then then you got palapas yeah did not get burnt good very badly there's one photo of me from Aruba where I'm like, oh, that was the day I got burned. Ugh. Although I don't look, I'm not burned burned. I'm just like, you can just say, you can just tell probably too much sun that day. <laughs> Anyways, Aruba, a wonderful place. I believe you. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll go there. Perhaps. It's a very American friendly place. It's one of the few places in the world outside. Canada has several of these, I think, but Canada and America are very friendly countries, obviously, but Aruba is one of the only other places that has like U.S. customs in the country. So like oh, okay. you fly. So like when you fly out of Aruba and back to America, you don't have to, you just fly to a, a normal gate. Mm. You don't fly to like an international gate, which I guess is beneficial because you can probably fly to more airports that way. Yeah. Because I don't think all airports have customs like that. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, yeah. Free time. Love going to the beach. That's what you do with your free time. I feel good about this topic. It is one of the things I do. In the summer. Yeah, I definitely have different summer and winter. Like, winter free time is just sitting at home. (laughs) Summer free time is more walks. I definitely go on more walks. Like, as soon as it's nice out, Mm -hmm. I'll go. I'll go on a walk. If it's 50 degrees or warmer, I will go on a walk. Yeah. Every single day. Even if it's just for, like, a half hour. Yeah. I sometimes if I know I'm going to have a free evening, um, if I know I'm going to have a free evening, I will walk from work to like a faraway subway station. There you go. That's, That's a good one. That's way I use free time when the weather's nice. I uh, want to do it right now. I will do that if I, if I'm walking, I'll walk around Manhattan more <laughs> if it's nice out and I'll be like, oh, I'll walk that like 20 block yeah. route. Uh, I know. I, that's why I know. That's why I know most of what I know about streets and stuff in Manhattan or where Mm -hmm. things are. It's like I've walked so much of it. I mean, I've walked the entire length 
of Central Park several times. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a walk. It is. But I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hi. You feel good? I feel good. That's uh, it for free time. All right. Topic done. Uh, so you have some... I have some corrections, corrections for us. I'm pulling them up right now. One and or two. I don't know. Um, we're going to do... Uh, we're going to do one. What? Um, this one is about, we referenced spilling tea as in gossiping and we were wondering where it came from. And Katie Abate, uh, wonderful listener, real friend of the pod. Um, close friend of the pod, some would say. (laughs) Best friend of the pod. Yes. Longest continuous friend of the pod. Mm, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's my mom. Anyways, just here, she says... Just here commenting on the, der- I don't know if I've ever heard that word spoken out loud. Derivant, derivate, der- read it. Okay. Um, D- uh, der- derivation. Derivation. Der- I think it means based like on derivative. 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 Um, we're smart people, promise. Just here commenting on the derivation of this phrase. I think all caps from what i've learned from drag it started as spill the tea as in like a like a golf tea as in as in tea as in truth so like spill the truth it has become associated the with golf tea is spelled t e e well it's <laughs> well it's like it started as spill the tea spelled t e e okay as in tea as in truth Okay, I've seen spill the tea with just the letter T. Spill, mm-hmm. spill, where the whole word S P I L L space T H E space T. Mm-hmm. I've seen it spelled that yeah. way. So it has become associated with T. I'm not really sure, but I know that on RuPaul's podcast, it's called it's called What's the Tea T E E. So it's just associated with drinking tea, but it's like spill the truth. Yeah, I think I was partially familiar with that, but I didn't want to speak from any... That's fair. Yeah, I'm not sure enough to speak from a mm-hmm. uh, place of power, knowledge, whatever. Yeah. I know I talk a lot about facts, but if I don't know a fact, you don't I stay say quiet. It. Although everything we say on this podcast is true. It's true. It's true. Now we know that fun fact. That is true. Um. All right. Are we done? I'm done. Cool. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I've been Matt Armando. Uh, I've been Emily, uh, Riggins. And this has, a uh, it's been TBD. I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but it's also been with, uh, Emily and Matt. Why did I say that in that order? Mm-hmm. Uh, this Backwards. has been with, uh, Matt maybe and, uh, probably Emily. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Thanks. Well, maybe subscribe and review us. All right. Bye. Uh, if you have some free time, just like, uh, Facebook us. Twitter us. Oh my God. We should have talked about this in the free time thing to make people subscribe and review and whatever. Bye. Bye.